Do you want to talk about how you're feeling right now? Oh, so many questions. What does this mean? What do I do? <laughs> Go on! Tell them what you think! I liked it. I think your calculations may have been off. I think it's all right. I just have a lot of feelings. This pleases me. These are perfectly normal feelings. Do you even know what you sound like when you talk like that? Now, shall we begin? Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Real Feels Podcast. Hey, it's Drew here. And Nathan. Nathan. And Jack. 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 We're here. (laughs) Having some ticks over here. Hold on. (sighs) Sorry. One, two, three. If you you weren't a scientist. (laughs) (laughs) Itchy. Done. Because that's what all OCDCs do. (laughs) And that was a good day. Hey. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we're the Real Phil's podcast. And uh, Drew. What film are we doing today? What film are we doing? We're going to be doing Nicolas Cage in Matchstick Men. Not Wicker Man? Thank God. No, we already did it. We already did it. Go back and that listen. Was our first no one puts Wicker Man in a corner. In a corner. That was our first dose of him going full cage. Mm, and now, bear, this was, savage this was bear even, punch Bangkok Dangerous This dicks. was like the predecessor to him going full cage. You know, he had. A, Is this an origin story? I would, I would argue to oh, say wait, that the Vampire's, Vampire's Kiss. Kiss. Vampire's yeah. Kiss. And to a certain degree, Raising Arizona. Craziest films in the entire world. <laughs> Oi! Guys! If yes. If yes. 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 You're having a little re- bit of a trouble over there, Drew. We had to rewind it for a second. Guys, if this is your first time listening to the Real Foes podcast, we bring a movie to you every other Wednesday of a different genre for you to enjoy. And uh, today is our drama episode, and it is a momentous moment, for we have now finished all 19 genres that we originally set out to do. Season finale. From our... Uh... One of us is going to die. <laughs> 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 no, this isn't George R. R. Martin. This is uh, this is like Walking Dead. Like, nobody dies. It... What? People die all the time. Yeah, like, nobody dies in that show. You ever heard of the end of the regular season, Drew? <laughs> well, guess what? This is it. This is it. You're the end of the regular season. Uh, Carl. (laughs) (laughs) I stopped watching that show like three years ago. I just now finally stopped watching it at the end of this last season. I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I can't. I can't do this. The, I can't the, commercial, go, the commercials are weird because all I'm seeing is like Rick dead? and Michonne yeah. are going to oh, have you, a kid. You guys stuck in a way longer than I did. <laughs> no, I get it. Most people, season three, and that was that was the, like most like sane people would have been like, this relationship is going nowhere. I'm out. When they introduced the genius hillbilly and his like. Oh, and he's like, gene. I have, I have like the cure. Get, yeah. You need to get me to Washington. And then. I Don't mean, spoiler that's, for that's, no, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, no, it's no, you can spoiler. Who cares? I don't care. Should deserve to have it spoiled at this point. I mean, what he he yeah he ends up like lying. I, the yeah, the I, genius hillbilly, and yeah. I mean, first off, like I'm not gonna believe a guy with a mullet. So so we're gonna no, talk about you. this rather than match. <laughs> I'm actually okay with this. <laughs> I mean, I would be, but let's get back into match. Let's get back into that. Okay, but yeah, this is our drama episode. We are finally down. To the nitty gritty, we are finishing up the original 19 genres that we had from SuggestMeAMovie.com, which is kind of our our springboard into the into our little niche. This is kind of like when Family Guy had Stewie like very 
uh, hardcore, hating Lois, a really, really thick accent. And then they kind of were like, meh, we can drop this now. Like, we can just have a great show. Is this the end of the, is this the one where, like, he finally kills her on the cruise line? Oh, this and then he realizes like, that it's not so. This is when they get brought, like, the show gets renewed and, like. Oh, when they try too hard and they got canceled? Yes. And they're okay. like, oh, you know, like, we're done with that. We're done with trying too hard. The Riker's beard of it, if you the will. Riker's beard. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But this is the season finale of season one. Technically, yeah. I mean, we'll continue on with episodes until we actually hit our one year mark. We got to have some kind of cliffhanger at the end of this. Mm. Something big where like people are like, what? I got to tune in next next two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I got two words for you. Grab bag. Ooh, there you go. That wasn't mm. me, but. That was mine. Oh. <laughs> I apologize. It, yeah. Okay. Grab bag. I like it. Yeah, the grab bag. The grab bag is going to be coming. We're really excited for the grab bag. Matchstick men. Nicholas Matchstick Cage. Men, Nicholas Cage and uh, what is it? Sam Rockwell, Allison Lohman, and uh, Bruce McGill. So I love Sam Rockwell. Yeah, yeah. Um, Moon. If you don't, wa- if, mm. if people have not watched Moon, you need to go out and do. That go right out and now. watch it. Like yeah. that's. And I would almost say if you're, you're like, well, I want to watch Matchstick Men because I want to watch. I want to listen to this podcast. Uh, maybe also watch just Moon first because that's just a great movie. Yeah. It's good. I liked and him in. Uh, I liked him in three uh, three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. He was good. I was that really was so happy good. to see him win for see, that. I liked that. him in Choke, and he was also in a movie with Steve Carell. I think it was called The Way Back. Uh, I think you guys are missing that he was in Galaxy Quest. Yeah, and yeah. and the Green Mile. <laughs> And the, and the Green Mile. Oh yeah, Which, with, he's right, in a movie is, coming up. Is guaranteed man. to make uh, most men uh, sob sob manly tears. And who could forget? There's so much Iron evil Man in the world. Too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, Galaxy Quest. Over yeah. And, and you get me bird. He's coming in. Uh, Bring me my bird. Vice. He's always kind of done a George W. Bush impression, and so I'm kind of glad to see him finally, like, I'm sure he's done other. Whenever I hear someone, like, either mention a George Bush impression, I either think of. Will Ferrell. One. Uh, like Sam Borland. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell has one down. Um, Dana Carvey. Of George Bush Sr. George Bush Sr. Call me W. Call me W. Yeah. (laughs) Master of Disguise. Such a funny movie. But uh, Josh Brolin was in a movie called W. 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 Bush. Allison, though. I mean, okay. First first and foremost, Nick Cage. Nick Cage. We all know where he's from. First and foremost, before Nick Cage. The director? The... A trailer. A trailer. Would you like to tell me what's been bothering you? No, I don't like being outdoors. Tell me you've left the house in three days. Mm. One, two, three. Have you eaten anything in three days? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Besides canned tuna? Mm-hmm. Anything else? Dirt. <laughs> Obviously, I have a lot of ticks. <laughs> These distractions affected your work of late? What would you do if you had to change careers? What, if I wasn't an antiques broker? If you weren't a criminal. I'm Agent Kellaway. This is Agent Cole. We're from the Federal Trade Commission. You've been the victim of fraud. Do you have any more of those L-47s? Oh, yeah, maybe in the car. Oh, wait a second. Oh, here we go. This is Dr. Klein. I just got off the phone with Angela, your daughter. She says she really wants to meet you. Remember me? All of a sudden, I have a daughter. Somebody get here! Hallelujah, you got a chick in here? It's a riot, huh? Little training bras hanging from the shower rods. <laughs> That's no way for a young lady to behave, and uh, shame on you! 
Just try to be as honest and open with them as possible. Right. You're a con man? A con artist. Wow. Flim flam man, matchstick man, take your pick. And that guy, Frank? He's my partner. Teach me something. Rule number one, never work near where you live. Don't. Rule number two, yeah. don't write anything down. <laughs> you regret it? Exposing her to that? Well, uh, you know, it was a little, you made me feel a little, uh, you know, I was a little, I really liked it. How much do you think we can take that guy for? 30 grand. More. 500,000? A million? Come on, I'm 21. This 14-year-old girl working these people with me. My dad, the smooth operator. <laughs> I'm not very good at being a dad. I barely get by being me. You good to go? Is it poo in the woods? Just say yes, okay? There's one last thing. What? I want you to give the money back. This is so... You think crime isn't paid? No, it does. It does, just not very well. Mm-hmm. No, it's fine, Jack. We're just drink, drink that beer and enjoy that trailer a little bit more. It's a good movie. I've upgraded from bitch water. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, it. What does that tell you about this movie that Jack immediately was like? <laughs> it hey, drove me to drink. Let's, let's record Matchstick Men tonight. Can I bring a six-pack to share, of course? Yeah, so I had to Why is there only three left? <laughs> there, there was five when we got here. It's okay. I had, I had to get well. Oh, man. Sorry, I, we, we, we recently watched The Haunting of Hill House. and I need That's something that my it. girlfriend and I have been throwing out is like, yeah. Uh, Oh, would you like this last cookie? Oh, I gotta get well. Oh, <laughs> I don't know the reference. It's, yeah, it's, it's the heroin addiction. Oh, oh okay. yeah, it's it's not. I need to feelings. I need to wrap it up. It was so good when I started it. It was just you gotta get it. Super super good. Oh, Finish I've been it. I've been kind of distracted like for the basically uh, like the month of October and a little bit kind of like leading into November. I. Like I, this I, podcast, we're very like distracted. this podcast. We're, very <laughs> we're not going to talk we, about the movie. We cannot get on tape. Oh, the train that just keeps slipping off track. Uh, only a couple of times. It's his conscience. Oh, his neurosis is. I thought you meant like his small time. His acting. I was like, well, he's hit or miss. Sometimes when he misses, it's still really good. Like Wicker Man. Yeah, true. Um, I don't know. I'd watch this three times, and I watched each, it twice. Each time was a little bit harder. Than the last, um, because you knew what was coming. Well, I so I, I had never seen Matchstick Men until we did it for this podcast. I didn't know anything about it. So In that when first I, watch, so when I loaded it up, it was about halfway through, and I was like, "Oh, it's spoiler alert! He's the Mark." Yes, and so that's the best part for me. Yeah, I know. When but, I originally watched it, I was like, right, "Same with me." Huh? And just, and it's just it's the emotional journey that you take of when he's figuring it out, your stomach sinks because I instantly thought of oh my god he just told them his secure his security deposit lockbox yeah, whatever yeah. like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that and that's his mother load like the dog I'm like I know that if she's involved she obviously that's the easy pickings yeah. but like everything he saved up is gone except for. Right, and for and for Ugh. all of the energy that like he invested into not only like forming the relationship with like his estranged daughter, not even estranged, but like the daughter that he never knew, and then getting taken for everything. Like the more I thought about it, I was thinking like, how many people are part of the con? So many people are in on the con. So like, yeah, the, the partner, the doctor, the, the, the doctor. Mar- the mark, the doctor, the, the daughter. daughter, 
the, the guys uh, that they... the the two cops. Yeah. So I mean, that's at least uh, that's six people. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if anyone else was actually in on it. Uh, uh, it was I I was in on it. <laughs> you, you <laughs> Jack knew. <laughs> Jack, were you there? Did you get your well, cut? All right, so it's based on a book. I did a little bit of research. I didn't read this book, but I, I I looked into it. And at the end, he's that's that's it. They they con him. They take all his money. He's left penniless. Like there's no. They shot Happy and added on the oh, one the year whole, later like, movie because everything. the audience needed a little schmaltz. And Drew, I know you you love your schmaltz, my good <laughs> man. But they needed that happy, happy, joy, joy, good feelings at the end, where like he ends up marrying or getting with the grocery store cashier. Yes. and during two thousand three, he's, he he's got that. the baby uh, that's that's in her belly, and mm-hmm. then he sort of reconnects with his. Air quotes daughter. daughter. Yeah. And, uh, and even they like they... have a weird little role play for a sec. They're like, yeah, yeah. what are you going to ground me, dad? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I love that you're like, don't you need to know my name? And he's like, I know your name. Like, and, I like, want to remember I mean, you as a, you. That's like, a nice moment for them yeah. to have at the end. It was all like, thanks. Bye, but, but I would have much rather seen a movie where the daughter sort of like lets him in before the con goes down. Like, listen, Ooh, this is what's going down. Good. And then like. Even though it's not his daughter, she's probably from the wrong side of the railroad tracks, and then maybe they sort of start a life together, and he mentors her to do better. I thought this movie could have gone in different directions. This could have been the professional, rather with, uh, than <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I just thought it. it Is that it, Natalie Portman? There were there are other ways. So it's Ridley Scott. Portman was that Portman? Isn't yeah. Natalie Portman in the professional? Yeah, yeah, yeah. young Natalie's Portman. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but but it's Ridley Scott, and Ridley Scott, like Nicolas Cage, prolific. And as many misses as he has hits, and I'm I'm gonna have to mark this one personally for me as a Ridley Scott miss. Okay, hmm. I mean it definitely um, it goes up there with Robin Hood, 2010's Robin Hood, uh, Kingdom of Heaven, which could have been again, <gasps> could have been much, could have been miss? much better. 2010's Robin Hood. It's not. It's I wouldn't call it a miss. I would just say that it. it I would agree with Kingdom of Heaven being a miss. Absolutely, yeah. the only yeah. moment absolutely or, or lost opportunity. When Maybe ki- not a miss, but lost hand. opportunity. Not, no, no, no. Not even the kissing of the hand. It's after the kiss of the hand, and he bitch slaps him with a leprosy hand. That's that yeah. is the hands down the only moment in the film that I enjoy. And then Exodus, Gods and Kings, as well as some Ugh. of the some of the aliens, uh, the newer ones that have come out in the two thousands <sighs> and twenty tens. That's almost as bad as like looking at different films that kind of like follow along with that specific styling of kind of like a what uh harrison ford and daniel craig and uh aliens and cowboys or cowboys and aliens Was yeah that but it? that's that's its own sort that's of gender own. bending genre <laughs> right there that's yeah. plus that was that's during harrison ford's uh sort of his his end of life acting where he's just like the angry old get off my lawn man yeah he's yeah, yeah. really scott though my I, earring as much as i agree that like robin hood wasn't like a great film you know what you know what it is i saw it once never had any inclination to watch, I want, it again. Just to watch it again. i want to like it more than i actually do mm-hmm. i wanted to I watch matchstick men more I just, than i actually do and that's fair enough but for i think for drew drew and i we both watched it that first time and was like whoa oh, right the ver- i mean like the very whoa. very first time like when it first got came out, me it when you realized like what was happening and it all came to fruition Good lord, you! But I think you just get you just get sucked in. You're like, oh, no, what? No. And I maybe think there are movies that did it better, though. 
True, there, true. Like, no, you know there's, there's always going to be movies that are going to do something a little bit better. That is true. I mean, no yeah, joke. Usual Suspect, Sixth pretty... Sense, Fight Club, Unbreakable, Sleepaway Camp, <gasps> The Departed, Empire are, Strikes Back. Are you Back. meaning there's always going to be movies with like a better twist ending? Yeah, I, just, I think yeah. this true twist is, not, is it's it's the, a little bit... Apple the best, to the best twist endings fair. to come out of like the 80s is Sleepaway Camp. Hands down. <laughs> I'm glad you appreciate it. I, I actually threw that in there on a lark. I love Sleepaway Camp. Didn't watch so, it. But mm. now I feel like I have to. Is that yeah? Don't you dare say no, anything. Well, say anything. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's uh, a hunk of okay, chunk I mean, of movie. It's a hunk of chunk of movie. But you know what though? I think that uh, as far as con movies go, and we have a list yeah. of our top three. Did you guys do three? I, I did. did. I, did. Okay. I did. And yeah. one we hated, right? Right. And one yes, one sure. And I really hope that it's all this. I'm I'm sure some are gonna like No, I hope over. that we all hate the same one. I don't think we will, but I I, I hated it. So, hmm. okay. Um, we should get back to the actual movie. Actual movie and we'll do the list later. Okay. <laughs> Nicolas Cage is a con man with Sam Rockwell. And basically he uh, is brought to light that he has a daughter after he's sent to a therapist. And now the daughter starts coming back into his life and, you know, kind of bringing him out of his shell because he is a, a man who has severe OCD, cannot stand any like dirtiness or clutter. Everything has to Did be done in a certain He smokes and way. is ashy everywhere incessantly the entire so movie. Much. Such a hypocrite. <laughs> and I mean, I'm wondering if it's the idea that the smoking is like his own way to control or what cope, is dirty yeah, or coping maybe. with something. But good lord, I mean, like I think he smokes more than he eats. I mean, well, he, and he only, only eats yeah, canned tuna. He only eats canned tuna, and then and, and then there's the one TV dinner that's stuck in the fridge. Great, but uh, yeah, it's. It's an interesting film. I like the idea of of like the con. Um, ironically enough, I still consistently give. I got my very first call from the uh, you know giant air quotes. The IRS is uh, oh you, yeah the very first one. Mm, super fun. Not calling back. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Allison uh, Lo Loman Loman Loman. Um, she wasn't in a whole lot of stuff that like. I recognize the only two was Gamer, which I watched one time and was Wasn't like, she uh, in Drag Me to Hell." She she's like the she star is. in Drag Me to Hell, yeah. <laughs> and she was in a movie called Where the Truth Lies. That I was like, she was in Big Fish. This, this she was in Big Fish. Hmm. So Where the Truth Lies has Colin Firth and Kevin Bacon, and I've never watched it, but I'm like, uh, writing this down. Why do I kind of want to watch this? Maybe so, what I is that? I, I think you need to watch it and then report back on the next podcast. I, think I so just too. might have to. But I love when there's things, your homework. I love when Sleep Boy like, Oh, true lies. Like where the truth lies. Yeah, got it. Cool. Nice little pun. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, but Bruce McGill, who mm -hmm. is the uh, is Chuck the Mark. Yep. I feel like I seem have seen him He's everywhere. Every prolific, He's prolific, like supporting sort of character. Always see around. But then I was like, wait. What is he in? Like Nathan, name two things that he's in. I was like, and so I'm looking, scrolling through IMDb, and finally found Black Sheep, which I was mm. like, oh, that's right, he's in that. And then also, Wait, which, which Black Sheep? Like the one with uh, Chris Farley? Yes. Okay, I thought you meant the the horror movie Black Sheep. Oh, do you know the horror I movie Black I Sheep? I don't. <laughs> like, there's like cannibal. Of course, you would have seen a horror yeah. movie called Black Sheep. It's cannibalistic. She's like zombie. It's sheep. shearing season, and they're coming. Ladies and gentlemen, Drew just finished like a marathon sprint of. I a did. million. I'm surprised you just don't randomly million. wake up screaming. 
after watching the, like a I, solid, I month of solid month of it. He just like in the thirty one days of movies, like thirty one horror, whatever with with the uh, the Epic Film Guys podcast, and you just had to watch thirty one movies for the month of October. But of course, as like the saying, thirty one horror films, thirty one horror films. Now, horror is a wide genre. Okay, many many subgenres can go into it. Like All our right. grab bag. Like our grab bag. But. So, I mean, as I told you, I was all like, man, this is a lot of movies. And people are all like, that's that's crazy. How do you do it? And I was like, you know what? No wife, no life. Why not? <laughs> that's our motto. That's, no, that's my oh, motto. I can't, can't, I can't say, say, that. say that. You're not. You're I'm not sad about it. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well played, sir. Well played. So, yeah, I came out to uh, 76 movies for the month of October. Oh, gently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love the fact that you went cross-eyed to say gently. <laughs> But uh, right now, for November, it's uh, Never Seen November. So you're supposed to watch movies that you have never seen. Oh. Yeah. Well, then. Yeah. I already I'm, got I'm, two. I'm, I'm, slow, I'm <laughs> I feel like you'd have to scrape the bottom of the barrel for that, though, Drew. Well, you've, uh, you've seen nah, some flicks in your yeah, life. Yeah, you have. I have seen some flicks. Now, I mean, there's a few that, I mean, I mean, definitely, obviously, I'm participating. I think I'm on number 16 or 17. And I mean, still finding movies I've never seen. Like one was Rumble in the Bronx with Jackie Chan. I'd never seen that before, oh, and that mm-hmm. was delightful. Yeah. Okay. The only other actor that I wanted to like kind of make mention of uh, is the the therapist, um, which I don't even have his name up or anything. But the only thing that I've ever watched him in that I can like think off the top of my head, Rookie of the Year, oh. and he's the dad. I couldn't place that guy anywhere. Well, see, for him, he, I feel like well, Thaden King. Every time <laughs> One I see that guy, it's sort of like I know you. Yes. Where do I know you from? <laughs> uh, supporting character. <laughs> Number two. As much as we were talking about how it's like a Ridley Scott miss, it was $62 million to make this movie. It made back, for the U.S. gross, only $36.9. I just don't understand why Why did it cost $62 million? I, that's a very interesting thing. Like, why? It's probably Nicolas Cage's salary at that time. I mean... <laughs> Well, okay, yeah? here's the thing. Like, there's even, probably okay. got 10 or 12, maybe $20 million. But still, like, sets but they, weren't okay, that crazy. There's the, the, the sets weren't crazy. They didn't film at, like, an actual airport when they were doing, like, the uh, the exchange of the cases. That was filmed in the Anaheim Convention Center. So, I mean, it's not Ooh, even, yeah, okay. it's not even like, the actual airport. Not that they would let them probably film at the actual airport anyway. You know, post 9-11 world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They're like, whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, why, why $62 million? I mean, obviously, like, marketing and stuff goes into the fact of, like, how much the movie's going to cost. Was this super marketed, though? I... I don't remember it I being lazy. Like, no. Plus, like, in a world where Nicolas Cage has a debilitating mental illness. <laughs> it was bitching. <laughs> they had the window open. It was bitching. That's actually on my list of possibilities. Honorable mention. Oh, uh, gosh. When he said that, I lost it. <laughs> oh, that's Cage. actually, that's one of my lines. Right? It's <laughs> great. Like, <laughs> I love it. It's just so funny to watch it. So his his sort of his overacting with his tics, um, I, I did find endearing after a certain amount. I think of it carried the movie, and that's why especially I told with his, carried his the clicky movie. blinking and his. This his... is what I told Nathan. I'm like, this is a movie where you kind of like watch him and you 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 bond with the character. It's endearing to watch him like grow and yet suffer through the entire thing. Much like how we were talking about. Um, Family Man is another Nicolas Cage movie yeah. where you, you kind of like you bond with that character at the end of Matchstick Men when he realizes that he's been the con and the mark 
good God, like, you you feel for the guy. Well, and I well felt- Drew, for some people, money is a foreign film without subtitles. Hey, good, li- good line. But That's a good line. I, I love that even when he tells... <laughs> Even when he tells her at the end, like, well, that's not the way that I see it anymore. Like, he lost everything, but he hated his job. Like, he hated doing what he did. He said he said that he didn't like doing it to people because he because people oft, the people that he did to often didn't deserve it. Like he said, I, I didn't take their money. They gave it to me. Yeah, and even this doctor said it wasn't his neuroses that was this problem. It was his guilty conscience. Now, I've got a question for you guys. Okay. Now... Towards the end of the movie where he's deciding that he's going to give up his con man life and he reconnects with his daughter after sort of having a falling out with her after the con goes awry. Um, and he's like, well, we're going to have to do things a little bit differently. You know, I have to go to judge and get custody and it'll be weekends, blah, blah, blah. And she starts to cry. Do you think she was crying because she was felt bad about what they were or going to do to her? Or if it was just good well, acting I mean, on her part? A, or... lot, a lot of things can be counted and questioned it's ambiguous. in addition to that. Because even in the beginning, when she stopped by the house the one time and, you know, she was all like, why did why did mom, you know, why did you and mom break up? And he gives some kind of, he's like, oh, it's complicated. And she was all like. She says you're a bad guy, and she's kind of like rolling over, you know, faking, kind of like getting comfortable to go back to sleep. And she's like, you don't seem like a bad guy. Even then, it's like, is that real? Like, was that I think that that was acting. But I think that over time, and I had actually like kind of made a question. She did actually bond. They bonded. And I like, I think the dance, I think going out to dinner and dancing scene was real for them. I think that was the time. I'm curious if like what her life was like before and if she had a dad because which again that makes you that makes you question how long has the con been in development because if he ran i mean obviously sam rockwell's character did not you know he wasn't in the house when he accidentally knocked the pills into the sink but i think it was a setup for when those pills ran out yeah because immediately he's all like hey i got the psychiatrist you gotta you gotta you gotta call him up and see what he says and that's one of the things that sort of started to tick me off uh that's that everything was perfectly ready well no everything was was you know that was an early clue that it was a con and it was because i have got a little bit of experience in in the medical field so oh i thought he was gonna say in the con i was like no no no, no, really jack what cons have you pulled but but nobody would normally talk with their con man partner about the doctor that they're seeing and then their con man partner would then recommend a a new like, psychiatrist my, for him to this see, is my and then he goes to see the psychiatrist, and he's like, "All right, well, here's some pills," and he just gives him like a oil punch out packet of pills initially. Well, okay, but mind you, like he was getting the other pills already illegally, so I I mean he's probably used to getting pills. And how? Yeah, and but when this he was can. 2003. Like you could you could do a a Google search do or psychiatrist, a Yahoo search. Do psychiatrist. He doesn't have a computer. He doesn't have a TV. I don't buy it. I, he's a smart man. He feels like he does his research that he wouldn't just I think just take these the pills research. and and just and just pop I, them and not re- not know what he's even taking. And then the third and final point is pills like that. Unless he's prescribing him like Ativan or or Xanax, like they don't. It's not like here's a week supply and you're good. No, those pills take weeks and to, months to, get, yeah, to, build, to really build up. up. So. Those are all things that, you know, either the first third of the movie 
either it's it was bad movie making as far as that's concerned or i was like no eh, this is there's something fishy going on with this doctor and then why does sham sam rockwell who is obviously shady in this movie suddenly like oh i got this guy you should go see him like it seemed very out of the ordinary to me i didn't understand a little bit of why why would you be targeting your your partner to like get it to like do this big con uh but it's just one of those like really Mm. and they're like i love you i love you too man it's like i'm (laughs) conning you right now i'm gonna take all your fucking money and then i'm gonna rip your heart out by 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 like dangling this fake daughter in front of you and then ripping her the fuck away you know what that is and it's been something like i said like it's probably been something that's already in development for the longest time because he's already tried to you know approach him with the idea of getting like this this big score with this guy and you know how much he had to like train the daughter on like knowing the mother and knowing where to go and also the history with you know Nick Cage and Sam Rockwell already that Sam already had to know the ex-wife or at least know the name know how to find her know everything about Nick Cage's character which for, was like, a big for risk the ba- for the bank how is that not like okay and the doctor would never call his right. estranged daughter right that oh. would never happen no. Even with movie magic, that would probably that would never happen. That's just not how these things work. But I mean, work. that's even why he was so like I mean, acting like he was reluctant. He's all like, I'm not gonna but he's he like, still can, does you, can it. you can you yeah. I don't know. It, there are there are some some holes. Yeah. I, I, if I if I sat back and if I drunk watched this, I probably would have been like, Yeah, it's a pretty good movie, but but the logical side of me watching this is like these these things are adding up and then so when the big payoff hits, I already got paid out. Okay. That's fair enough. Again, yeah. for us, it was... It's the ending. It's the wrap-up. Yeah. It's, it's the culmination of the con, yeah. honestly. The only redeeming part of it for me was the one year later, and that was added in is, is the schmaltz. That's the only thing that redeemed the movie for me is, is, is not hating really? it as... Okay. As much. But, like, you, so you would have hit just despised it if it kind of did a Sopranos, like, just cut to black, like, he opens up that security box... Secure, Secure the box. I think I would have respected the movie more if they did that. If and it was just empty? like, yeah, if they if they completely cut you off at the knees and it was a lot more of like a bam, that's it. If would it have been, would have been better for empty or even like just leave him like a single hundred dollar bill, single hundred dollar bill, Actually, or like a roll of quarters. At, you know, at, <laughs> at that point, I think it would have been like how interesting of a landmark film this would have been if they cut it. Like he opens it, you don't see in it. And you just see his reaction of just like a face. That would have been great. And then boom, that black. And you're like. Like him laughing. Or just like, uh, yeah. Did they get it? Did they not get it? Like what happened? Like just that. I think we should call up Cage. And we suggest some uh, some alternate endings that they could reshoot. Sam Rockwell, he's flying high right now. They could dust off uh, yeah. Loman. And mm-hmm. uh, we, yeah. we can do this. We And Nick Cage was in a movie. Was it called Next? Where yeah. he like yeah, where he time can predict- travels? No, no, he doesn't time travel. Oh, he can predict the future. Okay, <laughs> like thirty seconds or something the most into Nick the Cage future. movie ever. <laughs> Wait, what was uh, what was the time? We need to find a movie that does time travel. Jump into that movie. Okay, time travel back. Not change history. We'll change Magic Men. Boom. That's the ending. We'll convince Ridley Scott, dude. This is going to kill it. No, uh, we need to find the little uh, the little gnome guy from Masters of the Universe. What is his Gildor? Gildor. Gildor. We need to find him <laughs> and his like his magical portal opener device. 
and like, you want to go back and fix Matchstick Man? <laughs> oh, oh, he's like, he's all, you really want to fix that? <laughs> yes, I'm that shallow. <laughs> he's like, we could, we could fix a lot of things. Like, really, really? No, no, Ryan this Reynolds and Green couple, Lantern. <laughs> this only has a couple uses on it. All right, Matchstick Man, it is. But I really like this fried chicken. <laughs> Which, if we get something out of the grab bag that allows me to make you guys do Masters of the Universe, I don't know if it would be making, but you you mean making our our, our audience suffer through through Masters of the Universe? Skip this episode. (laughs) (laughs) What's that title? Yep, skip. No, no, no. no. (sighs) Franklin Jell Skeletor. Come on. So. All in all, I mean, like, I know we're we're really kind of blitzing through this movie, but, like, it, it, there's not a whole lot to talk about, I guess, scene for scene. It's more of just, like, the overall play up. The con happens, like, because he finally, like, commits to it and says, yeah, let's do this. Because he's he's actually happy. Like, I think for once in his life, he's like, wow, I'm he, really. He's very happy because he starts, like, even branching off. You know, he he's breaking his routine of. Not only like buying new things, obviously for the daughter. I mean, it's it's the one moment when you know he's truly happy is he's listening to the answering machine message over and over again and staring at the fridge, which has been divided between like his and her food. And he's just he's so just like I mean, I don't want to say like content. a reason to live. Not not content. It's just more like he's like, wow. It's that wow moment for him. To sit there and just, like, look at an open fridge. When when he explains to her, like, when he does say that, like, you know, um, like, don't, like, what I do is, it's no fun. Like, I think he kind of is almost starting to, like, realize, like, oh, if you're going to swim, you're going to get, get it wet. wet. <sighs> Stop! Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, when, when, he's, when he's in the, ther- the therapist's office. Can't wait to crap on one of your men. I can't help it. <laughs> no, it's like... When he's in the therapist's office I'll and bring he's the sitting and talking to the guy, there we go. and she's, he's like, you know, I I took her and you know we were we were selling some antiques, you know, I took her on the job, and you know we have to try and like you know inflate the prices, and the therapist is all like, how does that make you feel? Well, I mean, you know, it's just one of those things. I go right. I really liked it. <laughs> it's like it was. He's like, just it was. It was a moment for him where he was starting to realize, like, well, shit. I mean, like having a kid's not going to be so bad. Yeah, and if anything, it's almost like, oh wow, I can. I can pick up from here. Right, I can because I can, he had he had absolutely no way to relate to her. And no way to like, well, I, I can't go back and fix it, but like I can do something right now. And and wow, like you're interested in what I do and just who I am. Like you want to be a part of my life, then I want to be a part of yours as much as possible. And but again, I don't understand why he never went to the, the, mom. the mom. I that part I, that, I was like, okay, yeah. that that's, that's one of the one. biggest things. I never understood why. Plus the master con man not really realizing that he himself is being conned. Uh, uh, that's quite it's, it's the whole moment in the car when he's talking to the girl Darth Maul. and he's yeah. like he's telling he's giving her notes. You know Don't do this, don't do that. Always realize that you're never the mark. And you know, she's writing down notes and he's like, and don't take any notes. She's like, Don't shit. He makes her, he makes her give the uh, the money back after he teaches her the lottery griff. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I did. He's like, I would teach he said, I told you I would teach you how to con. I didn't say that you would get away with it. What's I, I thought that was pretty cool. Right. It's yeah. a it's a parenting moment. You know? <laughs> That's the all right, so the con movies for me, like, if they're conning somebody if they're conning the bad guy, then it's an enjoyable movie. But when it's them conning like suburban elderly retired folks and then you know he's 
turned over a new leaf and he's you know starting a new path in life and then he gets conned out conned off his balls which i honestly think like that your ending would have been super awesome of having her like hey they're trying to con you let's they could con pull the them. reverse con oh the reverse con, con. the double cross con <laughs> the con across the con the con across <laughs> con! Con across. This is a perfect venue where, like, he pulls the double con cross, eventually gets out of the con game, and the movie fades out, but it slowly fades into the newer concept. Do you want to chew that? That's why. Go ahead. You're good. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I put them on the table. (laughs) Thank you for Uh, the pretzel. The the words. No, they were decorative. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, no, but but it fades out, and he realizes, like, oh man, this is not the game for me. I know what it is. Fade in. Title Zoom. Lord of War. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Not the brown brown. <laughs> Where do I start? I'll start from home. Uh, mm. I. Yeah. As far as Nick Cage films go, it's not number one. Mm-hmm. But I think it's far and above the 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 last of you know his films like of the or the least that I oh, like yeah yeah it's, I mean, he, it's he middle his, it is his era he had his era and then he had like towards the end of the two thousands where it, it was just sort of like he <clears throat> he's taken anything that that comes his mm. way but he grew up from like the the action John Woo films yeah he's like, like the late nineties hey, like, early two thousand I don't need to be like doing these weird crazy stunts of jumping off boats as they explode like I just want to do like kind of interesting more drama we shouldn't talk about ghost rider oh no no <laughs> but yeah no ghost Rider. can we go please. into our segments yeah we can totally go to let's segments. do it okay which one do you want to do cut it out okay okay boom what were you thinking well you got me by all accounts it doesn't make sense and you've got to cut it out jack why do we have cut it out well, snip, 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 snip. Yep, yep. <laughs> Cut It Out is uh, something that uh, you could feasibly take or remove completely from the movie and not affect the overall outcome. It's a good thing. I, too. Think, it's a, I think it's a good way to. Uh, it's needed sum it in up. life. Yeah. yeah. If you don't like a person, you don't like a scene, you don't like a cut, theme, cut, cut that cut out. Cut it out. Yeah. Like, like, a, like a cheerleading. Cut, <laughs> cut, 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 cut it, it out. out. Cut that section. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Drew, what would you cut out? Nicholas Cage's ass as he's running in the hospital gown on top of the building. I, I don't. That's, that's needed. I don't. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Add to the flavor. I, uh, I feel you. I, I don't. You you ha, you understand that he's being conned like in the fake hospital room, and I get it. And he walks out of there, and he sees like the chair with the clothing, and it says, you know, like Roy's stuff. It's to symbolize vulnerability. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I don't I don't need Nick Cage boop butt like running around. Yeah. That was for the ladies. <laughs> that was for the Yeah. <laughs> that got a lot of viewers. <laughs> a lot of people tuning in to see Nick Cage butt. Jack, did you, besides the whole film. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have cut out just the the way that they portrayed uh the use of, of medication in this film for a mental illness uh that uh you know you or you got the, it the it worked effect. really yeah the placebo effect you got it it worked really quickly and then you know that and the whole doctor relationship and and him calling the daughter and then the con men 
recommending the doctor to begin with i think that was the weakest part of the setup okay. for the con mm. at least for me it's it's and that's that's more to do with my own occupation um no, no i can say that, that. that it yeah. just it's it's little things like that that's like no oh, that's not how that works that doesn't happen <laughs> like that. so <laughs> that's not real i would cut out the the lack of respect that sam rockwell's character uh frank has for roy when <clears throat> okay if you know that your buddy hates and absolutely hates when people walk on his carpet oh, with shoes. Oh, the germ scene. And like... And the dirt. And just like eats eats this taco, hamburger, whatever, and it's just spilling and he, and food everywhere. He, he has a kick. What are you doing? He points and he's like, uh, no, d- didn't take off his shoes. Good looking guy. Would you watch the road? You're spilling food in... What? You didn't take your shoes off. Okay, okay, I'm taking your shoes off. Okay, buddy. I'm taking them off. See, they're off. The shoes are off, okay? There you go. Oh man, you are bad. You shake your pills? I spilled drain by accident. But like, come on, dude. You're, and this is like your partner who you like apparently like love and respect. Right, and, he, and he's but, joking with him. He's all like, "Hey, have you seen my uh, my partner? Very kind of tall, handsome guy. Hasn't been in all week." You know, I mean, like he's he's kind of busting his chops and you know giving him the business, but. Then, like when he's on the phone calling like the the psychiatrist, oh. and he's all like, "Can you can you clean can you clean that off?" You know, once you're done, and he starts like, "Oh yeah, yeah," and he like wipes, he turns around, rubs it on on his butt, you know, above his pants, and then he like rounds it off on his groin, and then oh, Nick Cage's only response is to, like dry heave <sighs> into the paper bag, and he's like, "Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." I mean, I, but that's also foreshadowing that right. this is not your friend. He may be that's a what I business mean. partner. Like, but I think Nick Cage sort of he bought into that too. He's not like joking with you. He's not like he's you a know, dick. like no, he's just like really like going like, yeah, like I I don't care what you think. That's what I think is like the most like And, that, and again, it, that's it, what it that's what pisses you. me off is like this guy who's doing this supposedly, I've got a psychiatrist for you to go see. That, like, but he also like supposedly cares about him because he's been working with him for what like wasn't it like five years? He just years cares about his earning potential. No, no, no. I understand the fact that it's the earning potential, but it's someone that he's like built a relationship with. The fact that you know, uh Roy and uh Sam Rockwell's character, like who they con, like like who they con are disconnected from them. They don't have like an emotional attachment to them, so it's yeah. easier for him, despite the fact that Roy, like you know, he says, I don't I don't enjoy doing it necessarily. Like, people don't deserve it. Sam Rockwell's character, like, is just, he's callous, you know, with, with taking the money. He's like, you know what? You were the best I ever saw, man. Thanks. That's actually, so that is my favorite scene, is that that bill falling into the wad of, like, probably just, like, $1,000 or maybe, like. Like, I think it was, like, $300 Those that that's in the security deposit box that's, like, left over for him, like, love Frank, and just. Like you see, it's empty, and then just that little sliver fall in. I was like, "That's my favorite part." Where it's, just I was like, wondering, like, how did it stay standing up? To, to yeah, not? He, no, he's like, oh, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna angle it like this." And I swear, if he if he just moves it just right, then it'll stay up. Right. If you guys had to guess, what would you think my favorite scene in this movie was? Your favorite scene in the movie would be um, the carp. Is is it towards the end? Are we warm? Drew, I want to see where you're going. It's okay. it's it's not the carpet scene. Okay, yeah. I would say, is it them like meeting um, at the convention center and he drops the cup of coffee from way up? No, my friends, it's the only real full cage scene of the movie. Oh, when he goes to the pharmacy. Piss. 
Hi. Hi, I need a refill of this. I don't have a prescription. Sir, please wait your turn. I know, I know, but this is an emergency. Hey, buddy, ever heard of a lie? Hey, have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and beat until you pissed blood? Listen, I'm sorry. I really need it. Thank you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> you ever get dragged down? Never mind, that would make the, that makes more sense. Line. I thought you were gonna keep that for your favorite line, not your favorite scene. Mm, but then again, bit. you like to combine the two sometimes. Mm, that's double whammy. Double whammy. Um my favorite scene out of the entire film is him uh not not full cage crazy, but just going crazy and doing his whole house cleaning. Yeah, that is that's that my honorable whole, mention. That whole montage of like house cleaning while smoking is hilarious so to me. I think it's I think it's funny. And that's again, it's it's the whole contrast of you know what it is? Like I think it's all like him being so OCD and wanting things clean, yet smoking is almost reflective of his own personal like torment. Like he can feel good about the money, but he's gonna be dirty for it. Huh. Okay. You're welcome. I like well, where <laughs> you, I, I like where you went there. Yeah, that was that was good. Yeah. yeah. Real quick, OCD mentioning that what is we uh, all talked about all of us kind of have everybody has an everybody. OCD. Every, no one can say that they don't have some form of like what? OCD. Jack, what is uh, what is yours? All right. Um, if I come into the checkout lane behind you and you put up your groceries, okay, I'm envisioning it. You, the the listeners are as well. Don't the put the divider down. And do I stab, have to reach over all of your crap to grab the divider and put it down. I will drag you out to the sidewalk <laughs> and beat you so badly that you piss, piss blood. blood. <laughs> 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 uh, Drew? You know, honestly, like, I mean, a few things. I, I, um, I like things in a, a particular order, and, it, and, it, and it kinda, it's weird depending on what it is. Okay. Um, like, I have, like, a thing on my desk at work. I, I, I organize it between, like, you know, pencils and highlighters and dry erase markers and then, like, writing pens. Like, that has to be, like, organized. But then again, of course, kids come up and they just grab pens and they never give them back. Um, but <laughs> one thing that's also, like, OCD for me that's, uh, like, I, I can't help but doing it. If I if I eat something small, like, say, like, an M&M or a grape or something, I always have to eat two at a time because then I can I can chew on one of each side of my mouth. Oh, that sounds a lot weirder when I say it out loud. Yeah, yeah a little bit. But, you know. <laughs> I don't I mean, n- nothing so much that, like, you know, I can't touch, like, a dirty doorknob or, like, I have One, to. One, two, three. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's nothing <laughs> nothing to that, like, extent. Or, you know, I can't, you know, the whole, you know, superstition of, like, you know, don't step on a crack or anything like that. Um, yeah, nothing to where it's, like, debilitating or that it's, it's uh, discernibly notable. So honestly. my OCD is more... I've always done it. I don't know why I still, and I still do it. And I just, I, I, I don't know. But every time when I'm done with my shower and I release the water from the, the diverter and the water comes out of the, the tub faucet, I have to drink a handful of it. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's the weirdest shit you can imagine, but it's what I, I don't know. Okay. I thought it was the demon Barbara of Flint Street. <laughs> Where's the demon? You guys give up or you're thirsty for more? Not, not a nude mental image, but just like a silhouette through like fro- frosted glass. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on in there? 
I don't know why. I just what if you don't, do it? What if you don't catch it? Or do you like poise yourself There's at the ready? plenty of water. It's not like, like even if I get just a tiny bit, like it's fine. <laughs> have you ever missed it and then been like, oh, shit. God, now I got I have to. I, I think that I would have, have to, to. Do you have I, to run the water again? I would have to run the water. Do you, I'd have to just do you have like a special like like a cup on a stick? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> like a ladle for a bucket. <laughs> yes. It's just it's just what I do. Hold, where's my shower I cup? A, I thought this was a safe space. <laughs> oh, beer was a good. Choice. I didn't laugh at your guys' OCDs. Drew with two things in his mouth. That one is also sexual. No, I'm just kidding. That sounds a lot yeah. more. I mean, the, <laughs> a lot more promiscuous. Now. The, the, the closest I could possibly come is, is me ah. shooting myself in my own foot here. Is uh, I'm very particular about the way that I load my dishwasher. Like certain things go certain places. Okay. And my girlfriend has a more laissez-faire way of uh, loading just a dishwasher. Throw them in there. And so I made the comment that she loads the. Uh, Dishwasher like a two year old and um, <laughs> shot myself in the foot on that so one. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, dishes don't go on the top. Yeah. I, I, I get more worried about like, not like with plates. Real, I mean, plates don't go on the top. Right. Certain things that are not good with like a lot of heat, I try and keep those yeah. on the top rack because right. I don't want to get melted or whatever. And you don't, yeah. you don't put like, Tupperware on the bottom because then, like, the water is yeah, not going to be able to spray up. Serve space you want in. Well, you're orderly also space, but also the water is not going to be able to shoot up to the top row. And yeah, the bowl sort of okay. Well, oh, good time. Shower water. So, <laughs> are you guys never going to look at me the same now? You're just going to be like, no, I'm Nathan I'm just... shower water. <laughs> Nathan's Nathan's shower water is just the new brand of bitch water. That you're gonna have to be drinking. Ooh. <laughs> I think this show is now sponsored, sponsored by, by Nathan, Nathan Shower Water. water. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> when your thirst has already been quenched. All right, so avoid Nathan Shower Water. <laughs> I think we need to do a fake commercial, a fake radio commercial for Nathan Shower Water. Not not like right now on the oh, fly, okay. but, like, oh, but man, just you know, go. you could you could throw it in at the beginning or the end of the podcast episode. It's like mm. have like a random personality come in. I need some tepid water. <laughs> I'm Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm thirsty, when the shower goes off, <laughs> you know it's on. <laughs> Nathan's tub water. <laughs> Andy Dufresne would never drink again. <laughs> Oh, red. <laughs> Thankfully, the sisters had something to drink. <laughs> Cast them down with the shower water. <laughs> well, our next is say you can say that again, and <laughs> let's get into it. Oh my goodness, that's the most badass thing I've ever heard. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You can say that again. So you can say that again. Our segment. <laughs> uh, we're still going. <sighs> They've been laughing this whole time to the segment. Okay. Um, this segment is basically, Drew, you know, just uh, the things that we think the lines are just the absolute best. Best lines. Worst lines. Anything that you remember from the movie that makes it uh, kind of iconic. And again, memorable. To best you. lines. Yeah. Worst lines. Even lines in the middle. That was my little jingle. Uh, okay. <laughs> Put some music to behind that and, yeah. and call her out. Even kids with chicken pox. No, yeah, there you go. Armor hot, hot dogs. dogs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Demolition Man. <laughs> Demolition <laughs> Man. <laughs> uh, 
Drew, your your lines. All right. So my favorite line, and it's it's actually a rather it's rather long one, and I rather enjoy it. It's uh it's when he's sitting and talking to the blow the, my brains the, out the, the therapist. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's my favorite line. He's, a, he's right like, there. look, Doc, I spent last Tuesday watching fibers on my carpet. <laughs> Look, Doc, I spent last Tuesday watching fibers on my carpet. And the whole time I was watching my carpet, I was worrying that I, I might vomit. And the whole time I was thinking, I'm a grown man. I should know what goes on in my head. And the more I thought about it, the more I realized that I should just blow my brains out and end it all. But then I thought, when I, well, if I thought more about blowing my brains out, I started worrying about what that was going to do to my goddamn carpet. Okay, so... <laughs> That was a good day, Doc, and and I just want you to give me some pills and let me get on with my life. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's that is my well done, Drew. Yeah, that, that was, was my line. Yeah, and good good line. Yeah. I, I think that's that's one where it's um it's it's definitely probably my favorite as as an honorable mention, it's uh when he does the uh oh uh the uh, well, you're a you're a nosy parker. And, and shame on you! Like, that's <laughs> that that would probably be the uh, the second best to it, Nathan. Well, if th- if this was a draft and Drew just took the first pick of mine, which great line, uh, my runner up, my honorable mention that would take its place would be uh, she left the door open. Uh, it was bitching. <laughs> that it was a great line. That, that was the, actually that was the that, that, at the top of my list. That and is it caught first. Me, it caught me off guard. So good. I was like, what? Let's go. You didn't take your pills, did you? They left the door open. It was bitching. It's just an open door, Roy. I love it. Uh, <clears throat> I love that he uh, he substituted all of his curse words when he wasn't freaking out for the word pygmies. Mm. Pygmies. Yeah. Pygmy. Like the water hit him from the sprinkler. He's like, ah, ah pygmies. <laughs> All right, so my favorite line, uh, I think, was the line that got the most feels out of me, the most, the realest feels, and it was, um, you're not a bad guy, you know, you're just not a very good one, Uh, when he has it out with his daughter and he tries to kick her out, because that that was the scene that really got me invested in their whole relationship, Mm. and that's why sort of the end game of the movie, I was like, but I wanted him to be her father. Well, and that's why I questioned- Why would you let her be your daddy? If she even had a dad growing up, because she True. latches on in a weird way, like crap. Like, I want you to be my dad, and, and that's mm. why like, I think she was crying during that scene where he's like, "I'm gonna stop doing it." We yeah, do weekends. Like, I think she was crying because that was the realest father she had ever had. And so, she and she yeah. then buys him the uh, the ceramic uh, ashtray. But that was part of the grift too, because was this, the the, oh. the cameras in the gift shop. You're like, right. I wanted to think that too, but. Yeah. It makes me more upset, like, the more you think about it, like, how many people were in on it. Like, man, this was... But it also is a kudos to Roy, because they literally had to have six or seven people to con one guy. Mm-hmm. The long con. The long, the long con. con. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this would be a con for years. Mm-hmm. Did you have a lot of worse lines? I had a couple. Yeah. Uh, my... It's a worse line, but I found yeah. myself saying it several times today. But it's also in the pharmacy scene. It's not the the beat you till you pee blood line, but it's when the pharmacist tells him that uh, 
th- that it's basically a supplement. And he goes, bullshit, man. <laughs> <laughs> and like for some reason, he, like it's like he's Jamaican for a moment. They're like, bullshit, man. These are supplements. What? This packet contains supplements, sir. No, no, no. My doctor gave those to me. They're, they're prefects. They're supplements, sir. They're, Bullshit, they're... man. Prefects. Prefects. Aisle four, Prefect. sir. I, I, I adore that line. It's so bad. It's so out of place. Why is, did he pronounce it that way? But I love it. My Mine is uh, when he sees uh, Frank and because like Frank's like, oh, I, I see you're in there. And then he says like, "What? what's up, sucker? And I'm like, what the hell is this about? <laughs> I, I see you. Uno, two, three. <laughs> that was the other thing I didn't. I didn't understand why he did one, two, three differently. Like sometimes it was, it was Japanese at certain points. Yeah, he like, did. Ichi, knees. Uh huh. Like was that was that maybe on, it's on a, a maybe it's on a different day. Maybe it's a different day, or maybe it's the object that he's having to manipulate. Maybe he has different oh, windows so. or yeah. doors no. or locks or latches. Okay. Oh right, no, no, no. But yeah, because some was like the uh, the slidey, some were a latch. No, maybe he's uh, he's assigned them some sort of nationality that he has to he has to count Weird. out for him. Yeah. Drew, hmm. your worst line. Um, okay. <laughs> Ironically enough, for that, it's it's whenever he did the whole he saw her with the beer, and he's like. Beer. Ah. Um. Ah. I hated that. Yeah. I hated that so much. He over-ticked at that point. Or over-vocal ticked. (laughs) I mean, I I get the whole, like, he's he's coming into a situation where, again, like, you know, kid doesn't know how to do anything. He doesn't really understand how to treat her. Yeah, he doesn't know how to be a parent. Doesn't know how to be a parent. But, I mean, even certain things where he is, he almost feels like he has to be honest with her to an extent. Yeah, true. because like even certain answers, you know, he came up with and he's like, ah, like the whole like, oh, you know, you're going to stay the whole weekend. Yeah, that's OK. Right. Ah, uh, ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, if you weren't in antiques, what if you weren't a criminal? <laughs> Get to eat those. This is the worst audio quality one we've done. Like, it's not worse. <laughs> no, we just have a side business. We have of, like, yeah, of, of uh. What, ASMR? <laughs> Eating some you, pretzels. You put a large coffee cup of peanut butter stuffed pretzels in front of me. I've got to eat them. I'm, I'm going to eat these things. I'm, I'm really actually, surprised that you went for them and I didn't. Have... It was my con. Yeah. It was <laughs> your you long con. Lace. <laughs> <They're> lace. <laughs> All right. Let's go over our list of movie movies that, that, are, that are cons. That cons that did it better or just great cons. Like or just like good, great con, con, movies. good con movies. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. All right. Well, number one for me, I think that is what a lot of them kind of harken back to is the Sting. I think the mm. Sting is yep just such a good ah we got him and that's a good like bad guy kind of like oh but they, that's all my money in there and he's like mm. we gotta get out of here and it's like yeah you got him the soundtrack the soundtrack and then the the villain. Uh, in that is the is the uh, the the shark fisherman from Jaws. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. and like I just yeah, that's a great movie. That was that was on my list, and that's a ton of people in on the con. Mm-hmm. That is tons of people that are like everything's got to go right. Nowadays, you can never pull it off because somebody would put it up on Snapchat or something like that. We're right. doing a con, no, no, there's, and there's yeah. too many variables. Yeah. yeah, but they do it great. 
All right. And they made a second one, apparently. Did and, they? Uh, which, not with, like, you know, nobody of the same actor, and I don't know, it just looked horrible, but... Hmm. I I have not seen that, but Drew, it is uh, no watch, never seen November, so maybe uh, the maybe. Sting Two, Electric Boogaloo. Don't do it. Uh, uh, you know, okay. So for me, my my bottom two are not necessarily in any particular order. Okay, but I do have one that definitely like ranks over all of them. But uh, I'll, I'll definitely start off with one that is uh, a great comedy, but is also a con at the same time. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Also on my list, you guys have named two of my three. Okay, I wonder and, if I can get all three. And that can was, I get a bingo? That was a that is a great. I think that's movie. I think it's a fantastic. Plus, Emperor movie. Palpatine is the butler, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, can I? May I make excuse to go to the bathroom? Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. The girlfriend loves that movie. She also likes um, what is it? The Man with Two Brains? Didn't yeah. she like that? Yeah, she tried to get me to watch that the other night. It was just wasn't the right place for right time. Was it? What was another one? Um, Mandy wore plaid or something. Something like that. something like that. She she keeps bringing it up, and I I feel bad that I don't like jot it down because my short term memory sometimes is just gone. Boop, boop. Another time, perhaps. Another time. So do do you even need to like list anything of yours? Well, you, you still have one more. Yeah, I still have one. I've got my last one, and uh, it was going to be my number one. So uh-huh. that there is a little saving grace there. I wonder if your number one is my number one. A fish called Wanda. It is not my number one. I love. I a debated fish Wanda. back and forth between a fish called Wanda. I just I wanted to have a difference between comedies mm-hmm. uh, for for cons. Well, and I I think that's why this movie maybe rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. Is I like more of the comedic con mm-hmm. or the con to get the guy mm-hmm. rather than this sort of heartbreaking very emotional con that happens uh but fish called wanda uh i i still quote quite often and i think one of my favorite lines from that is uh the guy doesn't know how to drive on the english streets and so every time he cuts somebody off he's just like asshole (laughs) (laughs) well played well played yeah yep so my my last two I can just do the last two real quick yeah whatever yeah we're wrapping them up yeah you you guys ping pong go for it um are kind of not the tradition. I think that, like, I not have to, like, explain them into this category, but, like, because there's so many movies that are heist movies that are not con movies. Right. And when I first, like, like threw it out to you guys, I was like, oh, yeah, like, heist slash con. I'm like, no, because I'm just going to do nothing but heist because I like heist, <clears throat> I think, probably better than cons. Mm-hmm. But Catch Me If You Can is... There's my number one. Where he's not necessarily, like, conning, like, one person. But him having to almost con himself of like, yeah, I am this like airline pilot. Yeah, I am a doctor. Yeah, I am like, the teacher. Yeah, and just so good. And I'm Frank Ab- Frank Abagnale, the actual person, has a really good. Uh, he talked at Google, I believe, just his life story, mm. and uh, like Google paid him to come in and just like talk. And a really good watch on YouTube. Check it out. Just that whole story. But and then my second one, which again. Really close. You can you could probably call it technically a heist, but Inception, okay. where Connie, I love that movie. Just gaining the trust of this person to then get I, what they want. I think that's where the like the, the sci-fi the, con, the, the sci-fi con, the con slash heist has a very thin line because it can be both. Exactly. Because even with like the con, as like Jack and I were talking about, like there there has to be that twist ending mm-hmm. where Matchstick Men is a con, but it has a twist ending. True. Like you can have heists with twist endings. Like you know maybe the guy like is doing this giant heist and he ends up really like 
robbing himself and not even knowing it. Now, now, you, Todd, oh, did you, you have one more? I have, I have one more. Okay. I, have, I have one more, and then like one honorable mention, which may or may not. You guys can agree with me or not if it's a con. Twenty one is the other con. Yeah, great. Oh, I, with Kevin, Kevin and, Spacey, oh, and he Kevin takes Spacey, the he but, takes the uh, MIT students to uh, play blackjack. Yeah, I like that movie a lot. It, I I usually if I'm if I'm in the mood to watch Twenty One, I usually pair it with Rounders. Ooh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. are you are you pairing movies like like cheese and wine these days, Drew? Oh yeah. Oh, you beautiful bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Come on over sometime. <laughs> I, and gambling films are really good. Like we just watched Mississippi Grind, and it wasn't as good. Like I I couldn't follow it as much, but I I do love gambling films that work on that level of taking the house. Ocean's Eleven was that like honorable mention, but I'm like, no, this is too much of a heist. It's not just they're conning, you know, the owner of the Bellagio. They're, right. It, it, this is a full-on heist. The one that I had that was like an honorable mention, and it can go either way. And, and Jack might agree with me because he do, does enjoy like the comedy cons overboard. Mm, oh, the original oh. one. It, well, of course, the original yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, that's, yes, that's a yes, good, yes, good yes, reach. Yes. And that also uh, that checks off my my love of of uh, movies from the eighties that that we had on VH the VHS that I grew up watching. Ah, uh, but yes, uh, but I love the scene where he builds the the shoe thing for, and he's like cranking it, and, and it's like he's like, "This is brilliant! Like, don't you love this? I'm I'm like some type of genius." And she's like, "What is that? No, <laughs> yeah, uh, that uh, well played, Drew. Mm, thank you, uh, thank I, you." Pat, Pat on back. I haven't seen that movie in a while. I may, now, have, to, may have to watch that. That's this a month. good film. Yeah. By far the worst. The absolute bottom of the barrel. The one that I cannot stand. I watched it one time and was like, never again do I ever. If a Patreon puts this up, <laughs> I may quit the podcast. <laughs> I hated this movie. Listen up, future Patreons. Yeah. If you want Nathan gone, <laughs> this is the one. Ten dollars a month, and you That's choose you this movie. Do. I'm cheap. I, I feel like Cody is getting ready to write this down, like uh, like the kids writing down the uh, the Toy Cody, Story uh, like, uh, what did code I have? radio code. I had two weeks' notice, but never mind. I'm gonna do this. Focus. Oh, with Will Smith. With Will Smith. I hated that movie mm. with a burning passion. I think there was a point that I just stopped watching Will Smith movies. I don't think I've seen I haven't seen Focus. Yeah. It's yeah. garbage. I mean, should I watch should I pair that with uh After Earth, perhaps? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> the revulsion on your face. Cause it's that was the movie that I noticeably was like. But here's the thing: like Will Smith bad. isn't no, this the bad is part of, of After Earth. It's it's his boy. Like it's his no, son. no, he's, it's his son. He is just as much to blame for that. But it's all but it's all about his son. Like the dad is just trapped in the ship. Didn't he co-write it with M Night Shyamalan? Did he co-write it? Yeah, like Shyamalan. Sh- okay, you know what it is? It's not even the son. It's not. It's the son's like weird, like off color, like southern accent that was slightly british as well you guys did a lot better than i did because i saw the previews for that and i was like i'm not gonna watch that movie at all it's a weird film it's, it's not it's all like it's straight do you know where we are son he's Absolutely. like no sir like we're on earth everything has been like adapted and grown to kill humans which makes no sense if there's not been if there's been no humans for a hundred years why is all these things pr- like just geared to kill humans that haven't been around for a hundred years <laughs> this is a dumb movie <laughs> We just lost one subscriber who's like, I, I loved After Earth, Nathan. Click. I've never heard anybody. Unsubscribe. I've never heard anybody say that they love After Earth. 
ever. Oh. If we had them, they're gone. I, yeah, no. <laughs> we're losing. Right. We're hemorrhaging money now. <laughs> hemorrhaging. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Uh, All right, Drew. Let's hear yours. Is he thinking? Dicktown. Oh. What is it? Was it Dicktown? Dicktown. I didn't like. I can't remember the name. Dicktown. <laughs> yeah, Dickstown from uh, 1992. Digstown. James Woods and uh, Louis Gossett Jr. Gossett? Gossett? I don't remember the name. <laughs> Louis, the... Louis Gossett Jr. He was from Iron Eagle. You give that man respect. <laughs> <laughs> That's like what I said. It's like, hey, everybody knows Wesley Snipes. He's Blade. And you're like, he's Passenger 57. <laughs> and Willie Mays Hayes. I, did, I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't enjoy the film. Yeah. And so I probably didn't remember the actors. Ugh. All right. All right. I, it's not bad. I mean, like, I, I kind of like would have looked at um, like Grifters with John Cusack. But I, I cannot, I cannot not love me some John Cusack. Does he lose a woman at the beginning of that movie and then grifts her back into his life by the end? Maybe I think that's it. I think it's part of his formula. Okay, it's yeah. definitely part of his formula. Jack, did you have a a bottom second first. same second as the first, first. <laughs> matchstick men? Oh no! Yeah. He did it. That was the twist. That was that the was our twist. twist. <laughs> That was that was my long con. What a twist! It's, it's, well played. It's just not in my wheelhouse of movies that uh, that I'll if it's on TV or if I'm like yeah I gotta watch Matchstick Man. And it's know, just not it something is, that I, I, I really. Yeah, I get it. I'm not I'm not like unhappy with his decision because even with the movie itself as a whole, I'm I'm not favorable of it as a whole. It's it is the twist at the end. It's the first time watch. It's it's the first and that's what I kind of like held on to. It's the first time watching and I remember going like. Holy crap. You know I what mean, it is? It's, For me, it's it's like the Orient Express. When like the first time I read it, I yeah. was like, whoa, I love this. And the definitely, second time definitely. I read it, I was like, why am I still reading this? Like, I don't really. Eh. I remember when I first started watching the Orient Express and you're all like, you're not going to like it. And I'm texting you. The new one's like, garbage. Oh, the I, new one is so bad. Thank you. Yes. Jack, no. yes. Oh, I was texting God. you. I was texting you as I was watching it. And I'm like, uh-huh. this writing is uh-huh. clever. Like, no, this is really, really good. Garbage, but then after like, garbage. no. Okay. After like 30, garbage. 35 minutes into it, I was like, oh, okay. It's, it's kind of slowing down. Like, it's visually stunning. And I like I like the inspector's like lines, but only like in the beginning, like when the woman like sees him and she's all like, "I recognize your mustache." Yeah. No, I rented that movie. And, so many good actors. And I just too. kept so on thinking many. like, "Oh, it's like I could have spent those three dollars somewhere else. Somewhere else. Mm. I could have literally built a small fire with those three dollars and enjoyed right. it more. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Garbage. <laughs> Wonderful. wonderful and on that note drew where can they find us <laughs> guys you can find us on twitter at real feels pod you can always take a look for us on facebook just look up the real feels podcast send us an email at real podcast at gmail.com and guys if you want to get nathan off the show you can always support <laughs> us on- bullshit mom <laughs> you can support us on patreon which actually we got uh it was a good day drew <laughs> we're getting, we're getting more and more patreon subscribers our uh our latest one is uh loot quest podcast oh you know uh gm'd uh gm'd like hosted by uh shampoo all right his uh brian shampoo he's formerly of a podcast uh called buds beers and brutalities where they uh kind of covered like horror movies but I now heard of that. loot quest podcast they do actual play recording of like rpg games and he just recently had like season one of like the uh the star wars d20 system Mm, mm, which mm. it was a lot of fun. Um, mm, all podcasters so many, playing so together. Many, so many rule books. <laughs> so many rule books. Well, that ended. was the open gaming license. Yeah. 
So they're they're uh, joining us as a uh, Patreon supporter. Thank you, Loot Quest. You're the realist. And the feelist. Yeah. Guys, but more importantly, if you don't want to, like, uh, you know, throw some, uh, throw some cheddar our way, why not leave us a five-star review? Landing gear. Landing gear. All right. And, uh, guys, we, we have no more genres that we literally have to pick from as of right now. So it's kind of free range. We have two Patreon movies coming up that were chosen. Oh, yeah. But as of right now, like, it's, it's all a mystery. It's going to be a surprise for everybody out there. And not a mystery genre. We're, not we're a mystery like, genre. No, it's, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. Yeah. We'll let you guys know. We'll have. Uh, we'll definitely have our uh, episodes of uh, of Drew's Clues. Drew's Clues coming out. Drew's Clues. Drew's Clues. This week's episode was actually guessed by the Super Movie Brothers podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm excited. Me I'm too. excited for all this. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a new Lots year. Lots of fun stuff new year, coming up. New things, new funds. Grab bag. Grab bag. Grab a bag. And coming to Yeehaw. <laughs> You're so happy I made you watch that. <laughs> He's recording the line from Saving Silverman. If you guys want to listen to us talk about Saving Silverman and the Philadelphia story, Jack and I did a special episode uh, right before Nathan's wedding. Ta-da. It was uh, all in honor of him and Brooke getting hitched. Nuptials, <laughs> marriage. Yeah, that was our that was our Patreon special. You guys can go on and uh, check that out for you know a little as two dollars. So real, at the, for the end, um, Drew, what would you rate this film, Matchstick Man? Mm. By Ridley Scott, I would give this film probably a strong two and a half. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> out of five, or out of ten, out of five. Oh, okay. You want me to go? If this movie was my estranged daughter who asked me to bring home New York super fudge oh my God, he has ice it cream, down. He has it down. I would bring her home plain vanilla. <laughs> I'm way too pleased with myself. On a first watch, <laughs> on a first watch, I would have given this way too. Oh, high on a first watch, I'd give it at least a four out of five. Now, but now that I've watched it, I think a total of three and a half times. It is, it is five grandkids. Or my associate says that you have five grandkids. Wow, five out of ten. Five out of ten grandkids. Oh. <laughs> That's from the movie. It's from. No, the movie. I, yeah. I know it's from the movie. Okay, I, it was bitching. Yeah, it was <laughs> bitching. Uh. Oh, goodness gracious. Guys, well. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, guys. We will catch you up in two weeks' time. So, hey. Patreon. Thanks for joining us. We are the Real Feels Podcast. Mm. Thank you uh, for being the real. And the feelist is a make you town. Or a break you town and bring. And I'd like to take a moment to plug our sponsor, Nathan's Shower Water. When you've had a nice hot shower, finish it off with some tepid swallow. I regret everything on this podcast so far. You everything. Regret nothing. I regret it all. Do you ever get thirsty? Need something just a bit more than those special bottle drinks can provide? Then you need Nathan's Shower Water. Hi, I'm Chris from the More Gooder Than Podcast. Yes, that Chris. 
and I'm here to talk about this amazing product. Nathan's shower water is not only delicious, but easy to access. It's a two-for-one deal, my friends. A quick shower, and you're just seconds away from what some doctors say is a necessary part of one's daily nutrients. Don't believe me? Have a listen to these satisfied customers. This is Alexa here talking about Nathan's shower water. This water changed my life. My smile is wider, my pants are looser, and I've taken 0.5 seconds off my 40 time. My husband and I even noticed some improvement in our couple time. You know, more downloads for our podcast, you can rewind it. Some people even say our jokes are funnier. Thank you, Nathan's shower water. Hey there, this is Trisha from Two Girls on a Bench, the podcast. Uh, today, Shauna couldn't join us, but I'm joined here with Aaron Wiggins, my husband. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So uh, thanks for being here. And uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about Nathan's shower water. Nathan's shower water. Yes, I've heard that you've had a good experience with this. Can you tell us a little bit about what you use Nathan's shower water for? I have. I've had heard about this. It is um, great for shaving. It lubes your chin while you shave. Wow. And what were your results using Nathan's shower water to shave? Soft and supple cheeks. Soft and supple cheeks. This shower water is damn versatile because Shauna and I have used it to wash down our snacks. You know, I heard it's the only shower water that's FDA approved for skincare and for digestion. You can eat it too? You can eat it too. You heard it here first, guys. That's Nathan's shower water. You can shave with it and be soft and supple like Aaron. Or you can eat it like me and Shauna. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. You know what I hate? Carrying around a bottle of water. Nine times out of ten, I don't even finish it. It sits in my car and rolls around at every stop sign until I throw it away. Sometimes I just want a little bit of water. Not a lot. You know, just a swallow or two. That's why I drink Nathan's shower water. It's compact and perfect when I just want to swallow a little bit of Nathan. So get your Nathan's shower water today. Act quick. Don't let this fantastic deal go down the drain. <laughs>